looking out of Ron Darling and the Mets. The bad news just continues, Ronnie, with the news yeah. with Familia and now Syndergaard down for Lugo. I mean, it's just one thing after another. When does it stop, huh? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Mike. You know, these press conferences, every time you go in, you just expect something uh, uh, bad to come out of it. And, um, and so far, uh, they, they deliver. It is unbelievable. And then Cespedes, which, you know, yesterday I got information that they said highly unlikely he'll play in the series, which is good information. And now he's, he's going to rehab or, or go to a rehab game tonight. Funny time for him to go to his first rehab game when the Yankees are in town. And I don't know if he could play or not, but that's wild that he's rehabbing tonight. Yeah, I always find it interesting because, you know, um, when I played, you know, Carter or Hernandez, they were out uh, for an extended period of time. They kind of took some swings and just jumped back in there. Um, uh, they're uber careful uh, now. Uh, I don't even know how to address that, Mike. I just think, um, you know, it, 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 it would have been nice if, because if, I think Cespedes, uh, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but um, Cespedes, in my opinion, kind of tells you when he's going to play. But it would be uh, kind of cool if he it said, hey, you know, um, forget about Binghamton. Uh, they need me in Flushing. So yeah, it would have been nice. Me, but uh, I don't want to knock him, and I don't believe in knocking guys with injuries because we don't know. But I, I if agree. he could put the uniform on tonight, I mean, wouldn't you rather put it on here? Well, just his mere presence, uh, even if he's not 100% as far as, uh, um, you know, his ability to swing the bat. I mean, if he can play there, that means he can play physically. Um, you know, his appearance in the lineup just changes everybody in the lineup, gives it more depth, whatever. You know, there used to be a day, Mike, we used to talk about this all the time, that I'd rather have 80% of so-and-so than 100% of someone else is going to replace him. But uh, those days are gone. Unbelievable. We're talking about Ron Darling. All right. Uh, and now Familia goes down. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. You know, um, you know, I've been mentioning at, uh, for quite some time now that he just didn't look right to me. I thought... You know, in Philadelphia, he kind of hurt his ankle covering uh, first base. That was about a month ago. And he just didn't seem right after that. And, you know, I don't know. You know, everything's attached, your leg and the throwing or whatever. And, and, you know, they say it's not this. But, you know, he missed three months last year because of a blood clot in his shoulder. And they're saying it's not that, which is good news for them. But you don't like to see a pitcher of his stature having issues with his shoulder two years in a row. That's troubling for me. Ron, uh, tonight uh, we've seen DeGrom in the last couple of games. Clearly it's the strain is shown, the frustration is shown. The other day, I know the frustration was that the Cubs kept getting blue pits. I understand that. Uh, yeah. uh, and they finally scored. Uh, but the, the, the bottom line is you could sit, almost sense in him how hard it is for him to get out there and, and pitch all these games without a lead. I mean, he has pitched so well. How about him tonight taking on this very deep, very talented Yankee lineup? Well, uh, first, uh, for DeGrom, it's almost historic, the run he's had on and, and no return. Um, he's gone eight straight starts, Mike, uh, without giving up more than a run. And the Mets are two and six in those games. That's Bullpen Bullpen's ERA is 8.22 in games <laughs> that DeGrom starts this year. So it's just, it, it's uncanny. I, I, I think, though, what happens for pitchers is you go through these streaks of amazing games, which he has, and when you're not rewarded with wins, and I know a lot of people want to kill the win, I'm not one of them. Uh, when you when you're not rewarded with a win, you know that at some point you're going to have the game that is not so good. And the thing that's going to be difficult for Jake tonight is not that he's not at the top of his game, um, but Stanton always hits great uh, at this ballpark. No one has more than two home runs uh, off the ground, other than Stanton, who has four, um, and that's over 400 against him. 
and 21 home runs in this ballpark by Stanton. So that'll be the major thing. And, and I think if you follow the Yankees, of course, Stanton's numbers, even though it's still the same city, on the road are much better than they have been at Yankee Stadium. So that'll be his big hurdle tonight. If he's able to make that hurdle over Stanton, then maybe he can have a good game. But the depth of that lineup, I mean, Torres is ninth tonight with the pitcher uh, hitting in the eighth spot. I mean, and Duhar has been, uh, as, you know, 21 doubles, 13 extra base hits in his last nine games. He just uh, uh, the depth of that um, lineup would give anyone trouble. We're talking with Ron Darling. Matt's tomorrow. Now, Matt's and, and Wheeler both pitch better. What have you seen from Matt's? How do you think he stacks up going against that very tough lineup? Yeah, and uh, uh, I think with, with Matt's what you've seen, um, it's going to be a little more difficult because, uh, you know, there's so much right-handed power in that lineup. You just take the three big guys, Judge, uh, Stanton, and Bird. Um, but I, I think that's going to present a problem. Why has he been pitching well? I think his arm speed on his fastball and change of match, so he's really been able to um, confuse hitters that way. Um, but I still think the one missing piece for him is once he uh, gets that breaking ball a little better, then he, he could dominate lineups. You know, There's not many left-handed starters out there that throw 95 miles an hour. So, um, uh, listen, the, this, this Yankee lineup, um, uh, at my best uh, years, uh, would be a lineup that you go, boy, I uh, can't make many mistakes. Because, you know, City Field will present a little more haven, of course, than Yankee Stadium. But these guys are so big and strong, Mike. It doesn't matter. If you make a mistake, you know, it doesn't matter what ballpark they play in. Talking with Ron Darling, of course, before the Subway Series. Ron, you know, the Mets probably are at as low a point as they can get. I mean, we've said that, but they keep seeking new levels. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, and then here come the Yankees. And I love this thing. I've always enjoyed it, I think. this, And you're in the stadium, you enjoy it. The fans, it's yeah. fun. I think it's, it, it's nice seeing full parks when you wouldn't see them otherwise. It, do you look at this as a, boy, this is the wrong time to have the Yankees stroll in? Or do you look at this as maybe is a good opportunity with nothing to lose for the Mets? I think it's uh, more the latter, Mike. I think this is a chance to reclaim their season in some ways because, uh, you know, they're at the lowest I've seen them since I've been doing uh, this job for 13 years. You know, when they've had bad teams, they've had bad teams, but this team uh, was supposed to be better than this. So this is a chance to, again, you know, you always try to weigh yourself against the best competition, and certainly uh, the Yankees are as good as any team in baseball. So this is an opportunity for them to try to reboot or re-kick uh, um, the season for them. Uh, the thing I love about this series has always been the same. You know, I'm from Massachusetts, so, you know, there's so blatant homers in Massachusetts, you only root for all the home teams, whether it's the Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics. But here, um, what I love about this series is that people come and they have a family of six and three like the Mets and three like the Yankees. No Yankies. question. I never, I never get it, but I love it. I'm telling you, I have that in my family. I tell you, we have it divided in the whole family. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's been Funny. that way forever. I mean, and you see it all the time, brothers and sisters and families and extended families, and it, it is fun. And I, I think it makes for a great atmosphere. I really do. Uh, and I think, listen, it, as you said, it's an opportunity for the Mets. And that's an amazing statement that this is the lowest you've seen them as an organization. I mean, the feel for this team right now is so negative. It's, and we've seen some negative moments, but yeah. this is yeah. unbelievable how negative the feeling is right now. And I don't know what's going to be the, the thing that breaks that lineup out. You know, maybe we thought it was Cespedes. He's not there. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen that's going to shake that line. You know, if Bruce hit the ball out of the ballpark the other day, that ball that went to the track, that's right. had gone that's out, right. maybe that's a 2-1 win and they are, feel differently about themselves. But they need somebody to just make a, a, you know, go up there and hit a three-run homer. 
Yeah, you know, uh, one that you know they haven't hit any home runs. They're a team based on home runs, and and when Cespedes out, Conforto and Bruce have had probably their toughest stretch. So, um, you know, that being said, I, the reason I said that is just this is a typical example. I was at the gym today, and a guy comes up to me and says, "What do you think tonight? You know, what's going to happen?" I said, "I don't know what's going to happen." I said, "The ground will probably pitch great," and you'll go, "Yeah, but they'll lose one nothing." I mean, I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, that's kind of how folks are feeling right now. Uh, here in Flushing, and the only way to change that, Mike, always is, is by winning. The manager, first year, put in a very tough spot with a lineup yeah. that's collapsed with a pitching staff that's gotten hurt, but he has been kind of inconsistent, and he's been head-scratching in, in, some, in some spots with handling the team, both in the lineup and in the bullpen. Do you think the team sees that, or is that just us as guys who watch it all the time? We see that, but the team doesn't look at it that way. Well, I, I, I think the team doesn't look at it uh, that way. Um, I think, uh, you know, you've been watching ball for a long time. I have, too. Uh, we know certain things that kind of got to get done. You know, the other night, a, a prime example, Bruce, uh, they're down a run. He gets on first base uh, with a walk. Uh, they don't pinch run Reyes. Um, you know, if he, Reyes is on the team, really, right now, all he can really provide because he's struggling at the plate is his legs uh, to pinch run. They decide not to do it. So those are head-scratching things um, to someone like me that's watched the game for a long time. Uh, but I don't think uh, organizations think like that anymore. They've got, the, you know, they've got so many different confusing things that are going on that I'm surprised that, that the, the game seems secondary sometimes uh, uh, to me, like winning tonight seems secondary. As far as the manager's concerned, you know, we have two rookie managers here. Uh, one is certainly blessed with, with a better team uh, than the other. Um, but, you know, Mike, when you, when you hire people that don't have any experience, um, I, I think, uh, you know, you, you have to know going in that you're going to have some growing pains. If you don't, I think uh, uh, you're foolish. I, I think you got to see. I think we've seen that, no question. Now, again, teams never look as bad as they do when they don't hit, and this team has been brutal. It has just yeah. not hit at all. They don't get anybody on a base pass. Yeah, yeah. They, they, um, you know, they can't manufacture any kind of runs, and and it's not even hitting home runs, which you're supposed to do. But you know, you very rarely see a lot of extra base hits either. So you know, there's there's there's, there's no movement. There's not a lot of people running around. The other day's game was frustrating because. Um, it was like an analytics a dream uh, for the defense um, because the, the, the Mets kept hitting ground balls into the ship. So, um, you know, those, those are the kind of things that are going to have to change. Now, they have a, you know, everyone else is digging, Mike. They have young, everyday players that bring a lot of energy. And the Mets are, are zagging with an older ball club with uh, older players um, that definitely have some numbers on the back of their baseball card. But, um Certainly, I think being fair, you would have to say they're in the fall of their careers, uh, like, uh, you know, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And um, I, I, I just think, um, you know, you're ask, asking a lot for all of them to hit uh, when you have uh, an older team. Ron, always a pleasure. Thanks. We'll enjoy tonight. We'll be watching you. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Take care.